You're listening to Shep Life with 1FM's Terry Cowley. Now, uh, I think I mentioned in the last hour, or certainly when I was talking to Peter D, that we would be speaking to Sonia Strawn. She is the prostate cancer specialist nurse at Golden Valley Health and All Being Well. Sonia is on the line right now. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Terry. Thanks so much for making the time to talk to us today. We've been trying to organise this chat for a while because it's a very Im- uh, important uh, area, very, some very important health messaging for our men. Thanks for having us. Okay, now um, I think there, you've got two prostate cancer specialist nurses at GV Health now, is that right? Yep, that's correct. So I started back in September 2014 and we had the role funded four days a week um, and we were very pleased at the start of this year to be able to um, employ another nurse. So Nicole Lewis, who's a very experienced oncology nurse here at Goulburn Valley Health, has now come on board. And so basically we're able to now have coverage of the role um, five days a week, which is fantastic. That is terrific. Now, maybe we can start at the beginning because I know there's a little bit of mystery about it. Can you explain, you know, really what prostate cancer is and how it, um, how it usually, you know, what are the, what are the symptoms and, and how widespread it is? Yeah, so prostate cancer is, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very well-known cancer out there and more so now because we're doing a lot more um, awareness. Um, it's a cancer of the prostate gland, which is obviously only in men. And often with prostate cancer, there are no symptoms, especially when we diagnose a man early, so with localised disease. And that's when we want to diagnose these men because that's when they've got the, um, the best cure um, or long-term survival rate. Some men will present with some issues and it could be um, they're having some issues with their water work, so they might be going to the toilet a bit more frequently. They might notice that their flow isn't as good as it was. Um, They might be up, um, you know, five or six times a night um, and things like that. Generally speaking, it quite often isn't prostate cancer and these can be often symptoms the man ages. This is what actually happens. But what we really, um, really, really want to promote to men is if you are having trouble with things like that, go to your GP and have a general health check. And part of that health check is going to be having a discussion about um, the risk of having prostate cancer. So testing for prostate cancer is, is a fairly straightforward procedure? Yeah, it's something to have a discussion with your GP about. Basically, at the moment, what we're doing is a blood test, which is known as a PSA blood test. And what that um, it can give us an indication if it, there is an elevation in that PSA level. It may, but not always, but it may be an indicator of prostate cancer. So we start off with that blood test. If it's elevated, then we go on to do a few, you know, quite a few more investigations to actually before we come to that final conclusion of a prostate cancer diagnosis. But it generally is going to your GP, having a discussion and getting that blood test first. Now, I don't want to labour the point, but again, I just go back to I think there's a little bit of mystery about this for most people. I certainly don't understand it. What is the prostate? So the prostate is something of the um, male, probably of the male reproductive system. So it's actually there for reproduction. That's what it's there for. Okay. And 
how widespread is it? Not not so prostates, pro- uh, prostate cancer. So prostate cancer, yep. So around um, over 16,000 men are diagnosed every year with prostate cancer. And there's a lot of men living in Australia with it. So there's over 200,000 men um, are living after a diagnosis of prostate cancer. And with that... Um, you know, there can be survivorship issues. There's a lot of things that we need to support those men with. So it's very, very widespread. Is there a, is there a, actually a cure or is it something that can be managed? Absolutely. So when we diagnose um, with localised disease, um, they have a very, very high chance of complete cure rate. But that's why we want to diagnose it when it's just contained to the prostate gland. It actually hasn't spread out anywhere. When it has spread outside the prostate, can, um, the prostate gland, that's when we have what we call um, it's not curative. So um, they, they, but they can live with that for quite some time. But we can't cure it once it's actually spread out of the prostate gland. I understand. Now the roles of the uh, prostate cancer specialist nurses are actually funded by the community, which is amazing, and uh, chiefly by the biggest ever blokes lunch, which uh, which was established by the late Chris McPherson, who was a prostate cancer sufferer, sadly, and yep. passed away in 2015, but not before he kicked off this uh, this fundraiser in 2009, and I believe it's a fundraiser that's been replicated in other parts of the country as well. Um, are you able to hold fundraising um, events this year? I mean, it must be very difficult. Yeah, Terry, it is very difficult, and not just for, um, you know, for prostate cancer fundraising, but for all fundraising throughout um, all communities of life of the world, unfortunately. So, generally speaking, they, um, we have our Big Blokes Lunch, which should have been um, being held next Friday, so it's held on a Friday um, in every August, and it, every year, and it... Um, it does raise the funds to actually fund um, our role here in Shepparton for the prostate cancer specialist nurses. So we've been very fortunate this year because the Big Blokes Luncheon, um, in partnership with the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, they did have some excess funds there from lunches um, in the past that they have been able to um, keep funding our roles for the time being. But, yeah, it's a big issue when these um, sorts of roles are funded by the community and something like COVID has stopped all those fundraising activities. That's fantastic that they've been able to um, continue to fund it because it would be a travesty. I mean, often once yes. these services are gone, they're gone forever. So yes. very pleased to hear that it is yeah, continuing. Speaking yes. about the service, what, what, what service do you actually provide? What do you do in your role as a prostate cancer specialist nurse? What, yes. what does it look like day to day? So prostate cancer specialist nurses, they're there to support men from diagnosis and right through the, um, their care trajectory, I suppose you could say. So it's being involved when a man's first diagnosed, sitting down with them, sitting down being a support for them and their family and carers, explaining the diagnosis, discussing um, you know, their, their treatment options that they may be able to have. Um, you're there for psychosocial support. And then when they go on and have their treatment, it's assisting with things, um, side effects post their treatment, and then um, their survivorship, their monitoring. And then those guys who may come back to your service or may present with incurable disease, and again, they might be having to have chemotherapy, radiotherapy, being involved and referring them on to palliative care when that's required. 
Um, so you're actually involved through the whole care trajectory. So as these specialist nurses, we can be involved with these men for many, many years. And it's nice in a way because you have that rapport um, with them and their family. But again, it's there to be for the patient and for the family as well. Here on 1FM Live and Local, I'm speaking to Sonia Strawn, prostate cancer specialist nurse at GV Health, and it is 24 minutes to 11. I guess uh, having the two nurses, uh, it gives men continuity of care, Sonia. Yes, definitely, and I think that's really, really important and, and building up that rapport. And I actually was just asked recently about um, do you think in the prostate cancer specialist nurse role, but prostate cancer being obviously for men only, um, that should they be male nurses that are actually in these roles? And I strongly believe that it doesn't matter if it's a male or a female in the role. It's about how you communicate with them and it's about that rapport that you develop. And I Certainly, um, since being in the role in 2014, haven't had an issue um, with me being a female and obviously all the patients being males. Oh, I can understand that. I guess it's, uh, especially in a regional environment, it's a matter of having somebody with those skills, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, so would it have been in the, in, in the past that uh, some of the men you're seeing would have had to travel to Melbourne for treatment? Yeah, so what actually happens now is um, if someone does have their prostate surgically removed, so that's called a radical prostatectomy, that's very major prostate cancer surgery and that's not done locally at this time. So they still do have to go to Melbourne for that surgery. But what we're able to do now is before the role, they're actually having to travel down to Melbourne multiple times for the pre and the post-op care and the surgery, where now we're actually, um, we've coordinated and streamlined the care that all their pre- and post-op care can be done locally, and hopefully they should only be going down um, once, and that's for their surgery. The other thing is, um, up until recently, men that were having radiotherapy, they also had to travel out of the region. So we had men that were going to um, Bendigo, Aubrey and Melbourne, um, but the great news was when we, um, as the radiotherapy centre, um, Genesis, opened up here in Shepparton, our men are able to um, have that locally as well. And, of course, oh. studies have shown that that really does improve outcomes if you're able to get that care close to home where you've got Absolutely. your supports. Yes. Yeah, it makes, per yes. makes perfect sense. Now, yeah. Sonia, I know you come from a background in palliative care yes. and now you're obviously dealing with men suffering from prostate cancer. What, what drew you to this kind of work? You're obviously a very empathetic person. Um, look, I, I remember growing up and I always dreamed and wanted to be a nurse. So I think it was as, you know, they would say it's the calling or whatever. So off I went and did my nursing and I've loved every minute of it. And I certainly as a young nurse, I can remember I had three months working on a palliative care ward in, in Melbourne and I just loved it. It encompassed everything in what, what was important to me as a nurse and being able to support um, patients and families at, you know, probably one of the most vulnerable times of their lives. So that was my real passion and I worked in palliative care for 15 years. And doing that, I certainly cared for many men that died of prostate cancer. And talking to them, many of them had lived with it for a very long time. And you could see that there wasn't a great deal of support. And, you know, even 15 years ago, 10 years ago, men really didn't talk openly about things and, and didn't seek help. 
Um, so I, when this job was advertised, I thought it was a great opportunity to, um, I suppose, try something new and, and to be able to support local men and, and things like that. So I suppose that's what drew it to me. But yeah, I've still got a big, big passion for palliative care. Um, but this role has been incredible. I love it. Um, I'm very passionate about supporting our local men in this community. Um, and I think we're very lucky to have these roles now. I think we're very lucky to have you, Sonia, and of course, Nicole. Yeah, so you. if, um, obviously you say if, if, if men have symptoms, they should go and see their GP, but yeah. if they want to know more about the service that you do provide at GV Health, is there somewhere they can go online to look at that or can they give you a call or yeah. what's the deal? So probably the easiest thing is they can just ring us at Golden Valley Health. So our, um, we're located in the Peter Coppola's Cancer and Wellness Centre at Golden Valley Health. We support men throughout the whole GV Health catchment region. We see patients that are treated both publicly and privately, but they can just ring the switch at Golden Valley Health um, on 58322322 and ask to be put through to um, myself or Nicole in the Peter Coppola's Cancer and Wellness Centre. And the other thing, Terry, that we do is, and obviously COVID has um, impacted on this, but we do a lot of community awareness and we've certainly spoken at a lot of community um, groups. And, you know, these groups have been extremely supportive of this role as well. So part of the role is really to get that, that awareness out as well. Which is just what we're doing right now, hopefully. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time this morning, Sonia, and for the great work that you do for our community. Thanks very much. Keep in touch and um, obviously, you know, as those fundraisers roll out again next year, um, we'd be happy to get the word out about those uh, so that people can get on board and contribute if they're able. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Terry. You've been listening to the Shep Life podcast. If you'd like to hear the show live, you can tune in to 98.5 on your radio or stream through fm985.com.au or the TuneIn app on your Android or iOS device. Friday mornings from 9am to midday.